Hello, everybody, and welcome to CFL Kickoff in 2023. Congratulations. You have done it, my friends. It is a, a very exciting day to be able to actually say that we have kickoff here in the Canadian Football League. I thought that I was going to feel like it had it had come too soon like it was a little overwhelming like i feel like yesterday we were just at the gray cup and we're watching the toronto argonauts standing on the stage and enoch Mwamba crying and holding up multiple trophies and hugging his daughter and eh, now we're here it feels just about right feels like it's time to get this thing kicked off and rolling and it will begin with a 9 p.m eastern kick out of mcmahon stadium it is the bc lions at the calgary stampeders coming up tonight it is the first game of course of the cfl season and it is the first time that the bc lions and calgary stampeders have engaged in the very first game of any cfl season since 1967 Expo 67, baby. Uh, it is the sixth time, however, that they've played each other on the first day of a season. It did happen back in 1956, 67, 77, 91, and 2008. That's what happens when you are two of the more established franchises in the history of the Canadian Football League. We'll get into the Calgary St. Peter's receiving group in just a second that I find really interesting. But first, I do want to give some love to Fox 40 as they power all things here at Canadian Football Perspective. You can check out their products to make sure that your season runs smoothly. You can get stop shop whistles. You can get ball pumps and much more. Fox40shop.com. Use the code CFP15 at checkout for 15% off of your order. The Calgary St. Peter's young receiving group, they have nine receivers on the season opening roster. Three of them are rookies. Two of them are sophomores. Reggie Bagleton is now the old man. And I saw some videos that they were putting out on Stamps TV. Natasha Stanishevsky doing a great job there with the microphone and asking Reggie Bagleton about, hey, uh, you're kind of the veteran in this group now. What does that mean for you? And he basically just said, hey, I'm here to help the team win. I'm here to enjoy being in the Canadian Football League and contribute in any way that I possibly can. That seems kind of crazy to me for a guy who is one of the most productive receivers in the Canadian Football League pre-pandemic. But that's the role that he's taken on now. He's got five seasons, 48 career starts to his name. It goes with 19 touchdowns and just over 3,300 receiving yards in the Canadian Football League. The rest of Calgary's receivers combined have eight seasons. Again, Reggie Bagleton's got five by himself. The rest of them combined have eight seasons, 17 less starts, the same number of touchdowns, 19, and about 1,200 yards less than he has. I feel like the Calgary Stampeders might be slow playing this one a little bit. Not that they don't have a lot of belief in Malik Henry, who exploded and had 10 touchdowns over his first two seasons and over 1,100 yards receiving. Luther Hakanavanu, I think, has tremendous upside. Jalen Philpot, when he is healthy, certainly a guy that can make big plays for you. Clark Burns, I think, is incredibly underrated coming out of the uh, the draft, like he, sh he should have been taken higher, just straight up. He should have been taken higher. Cole Tucker's going to factor in pretty quickly. You'd have to imagine for them. Rice and John just seems like a monster. I feel like he's really going to catch people off guard in this game tonight. Just some of the things that he can do coming from the NFL, being with the Giants, playing tight end in a variety of different places. But I really do think that Reggie Begleton has to be the guy for Jake Mayer as a security blanket against a very good, very fast, very well-coached BC Lions defense. I have to believe that Reggie Bagleton is going to play a central role. I don't think Luther Hakanavani was going to break out tonight and have 150 yards receiving and two touchdowns. I think Malik Henry might do that. 
but I also think Malik Henry is going to get a ton of attention on the outside. I think over the middle, between those widened hash marks, I got to believe that Reggie Bagleton is going to be the one that's leaned on here for this group. But it's a very, very young receiving group in Calgary. Calgary last year, they played, (laughs) it's crazy to think about this, they played their season opener tonight. And in 2022, became only the second team in CFL history to win 12 games and not have that turn into a home playoff game. I think we forget, yes, the bottom of the East and the bottom of the West, Ottawa and Edmonton, they were bad. But the top of the West last year was incredibly competitive. Yes, Edmonton, Saskatchewan, not great, especially by the end of the year with what happened to the Riders, their quarterbacking situation, and the shakeups that have all happened there. But Winnipeg at the top, and remember, there was a point where BC, especially after the Nathan Rourke injury in 2022, was being tracked down by Jake Mayer and the Calgary Stampeders. 12 wins, and they didn't have a home game. Only Edmonton in 2017 with 12 wins finished third and had to go on the road for a playoff game. Of course, the Calgary Stampeders went into BC. They lost that game against the Lions, and then the Lions ended up losing on the road in Winnipeg as Winnipeg went to the Grey Cup and lost to Toronto. Jake Mayer, to me, has got to be, this is kind of a funny one to me, tired of seeing the BC Lions because... <laughs> He seems like he's had a lot of early career moments here against the Lions, and he's actually had a lot of success against them. His highest completion percentage mark against any team in the CFL with more than 70 attempts is against the BC Lions. He has three touchdowns against them in 2022, zero interceptions, and a 300-yard passing game as well. So he was one and one against them, but... I thought he played really well last year. It also means that he kind of takes what the BC Lions give him, which again leans to me Reggie Begleton having a pretty effective night. I think he's going to get at least six, seven, eight targets somewhere in there. I mentioned people being tired of seeing the other team. Uh, career passing statistics. Nobody has more attempts against the Calgary Stampeders. It feels like the Vernon Adams Jr. 225 against the Calgary Stampeders. He will see them once again. He made his debut in BC Lions Orange last year on the road in Calgary as well. He is very familiar with this defense and they present a unique challenge because Brett Monson, their defensive coordinator, he'll heat you up on first down and sit back and watch you make mistakes on second down. I think the difference in this one to set the tone for the BC offense is how much can Vernon Adams Jr. make the Calgary defense pay on first down, specifically dealing with Micah Awe over the middle coming in as the new middle linebacker with Jameer Thurman on the road uh, going to Hamilton. And on second down, how patient can he be without being completely stagnant? Because that's what the Calgary Stampeders create is an opportunity for you to hurt yourself. They leave that window door, you know, whatever you want to say, open. And if he ends up taking what they give him, that's great. Unless it becomes completely stagnant, he's throwing checkdowns the whole time and they're not moving the football at all. Might be a bit of a feeling out process. On that defense for the BC Lions, I'm excited to see Ben Hladek and Bo Lacumbo playing as linebackers. Uh, I think that that's going to be a great pairing throughout the year. Of course, the offseason trade of the former first overall pick and most outstanding Canadian in uh, Jordan Williams. He moves to the Toronto Argonauts. Many were gone about the Sam linebacker spot for them. Quincy Mauger, I think, is going to be a lot of fun as well uh, to see if free safety. He was talented last year before he got dinged up a little bit. And of course, in that boundary side, you've got yourself Peters and Lee. Those two guys, TJ Lee, I mean, he's one of the best in the Canadian Football League. Uh, At the disposal of Vernon Adams Jr., it is going to be uh, Lucky Whitehead, Justin McInnes, uh, Javon Katoy, (laughs) who've got the backup listing of Dominique Grimes, 
and then Alexander Hollins as well. So that's a great group for him to be able to pitch around to. The thing that I want to highlight here last before I get out of the way, we talk a lot about defensive line groups. The Hamilton Tiger Cats have added a lot, including Jonathan Kongbo so far this season in the preseason and training camp. You start thinking about pass rush groups, never right off the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and everything they're able to do. But there's been some moving and shaking. Saskatchewan gets after the quarterback pretty well, despite their deficiencies on the offensive line last year. But how about this for a starting group up front? Julian Hauser comes over from the Hamilton Tiger Cats in free agency. He's backed up by Isaac Adeyemi Berglund on their depth chart. At defensive tackle, it's Derek Wigan, the veteran Canadian out of Queen's University. TJ Ram is going to be backing up Derek Wigan. You can interchange those guys. Ram a little bit younger, a little bit heavier. At the other defensive tackle, it's a player by the name of Mike Rose. He gets after the quarterback, creates as much pressure as anybody in this league. And then James Vodders is back in the Canadian Football League at defensive end as well, wearing number nine for the Calgary Stampeders in his fourth year with Calgary out of Stanford at 6'2", 260. So that front four group, I think they're going to be great tonight. I want to see what the BC Lions do without having uh, James Butler in the backfield there, a running back. I think there's going to be some evolution there. But that front four should control the line of scrimmage. And then it becomes a game of, okay, Trey Roberson, Jonathan Moxie, Brandon Dozier, Jamerson, Williams on the back end there for Calgary, going up against Vernon Adams Jr. on second down. I think that is the one that will determine the game. That and the use of Reggie Bagleton over the middle and that young receiving group for Calgary as Jake Mayer tries to feel it out a little bit early on in the game. It should be a great one. Excited to see it get kicked off coming up tonight. It is a 9 p.m. start Eastern time on the CFL on TSN. Hope you all enjoy the game. Happy kickoff day. And thanks for listening to CFP Today right here on Canadian Football Perspective presented by Fox 40. We'll talk to you tomorrow.